Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give him praise in the house tonight. Give him praise in the house tonight. Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. One day it's going to happen. Hallelujah. One day it's going to be reality. Hallelujah. It's not a fairy tale. It's not a figment of our imagination. One day all these burdens we're carrying will be history. Hallelujah. Because we'll be forever with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, why don't you go ahead and praise him like you're already there. Go ahead and praise him because it's going to happen. Hallelujah. 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 We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Why don't you put your hand on somebody beside you and say, Lord, help them make it. Help them make it there, God. Come on now, pray for perseverance. Pray for determination. Pray for God to give them strength to carry on. We can't give up. We can't throw in the towel. Hallelujah. We're going with Jesus all the way. Hallelujah. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be worth it all. Hallelujah. It'll be worth every tear, worth every trial. Worth every heartache. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My, my, my. Look at somebody tonight and tell them, I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. If I don't do anything else, I will make it. Hallelujah. My Lord, if I don't preach another sermon, I'm going to make it there. If I don't sing another song, you're going to see me over there. Hallelujah. Amen. If I don't do another thing here on this earth, I'm going to make it to heaven. Hallelujah. I've got my reservations made, and they can't be canceled. Hallelujah. Praise God. I made up my mind. Hallelujah. I said, I made up my mind. I'm going all the way with Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can we just raise our hands and worship him one more time in this place? Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence we feel in this house. I thank you for strengthening. God, I thank you for giving people joy tonight. I thank you, Lord, for giving them peace in their hearts tonight. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you for your presence and strength I feel in this house. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. That's what this day is all about. Amen. Praising our God, glorifying his name that he's so worthy of. Amen. We're just doing what the church is called to do, what each person is created to do, and that is to praise the Lord. Amen. And we praise him in the firmament of his power. Hallelujah. We praise him for who he is. If you have your Bibles tonight, go with me. And I want you to carry on this spirit of worship with me tonight. Hallelujah. The last church I was at, we were shouting and rejoicing like that in the music while I was singing. I said, if you're living right, you'll shout like that in my preaching. Amen. If you can't shout in the preaching like you do the singing, your heart might not be right. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mark 11, verses 7 through 10. That was my evangelistic anointing. I know I'm back at home tonight. Hallelujah. Mark 11, verses 7 through 10. And this is the passage that we've been talking about all day long. It is Palm Sunday. Mark 11, verses 7 through 10, it says, And they brought the colt to Jesus and cast their garments on him, and he sat upon him. And many spread their garments in the way, and others cut down branches off the trees and strawed them in the way. And they that went before and they that followed cried, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. I want to preach for a few moments tonight on prophetic palms. Prophetic palms. And as we look in this passage and you begin to study the history of palms, and we find a pastor brought that out good this morning in some sin. I'm going to take it a little bit further tonight in another step. And I want to show you how palms have been used. We find in the Old Testament, we find in the New Testament, we find us using them today, and they will be used 
in the future. Zechariah prophesied in chapter 9 and verse 9 that a king would come humble riding on a donkey. It was prophesied that he would come and surely we find in the passage now in Mark chapter 11 and in the gospels we find Jesus riding on a donkey, riding on a colt into town and here they are rejoicing. Here they are praising. Here they are glorifying. First thing I want to show you tonight is palms of the past. If you look in the Old Testament you'll find with the Feast of Tabernacles that the Jewish people would live in temporary booths. They would live in temporary places and they would perform animal sacrifices and then they would rejoice with palm branches. They would begin to praise the Lord during the Feast of Tabernacles. Then they would shout this phrase and you can find it in Psalm. Save us Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And you will find that save us Lord is translated to Hosanna. And to me that brings out a much more greater idea of what was going on as Jesus was coming into town. And as Jesus was riding on that colt, they were shouting Hosanna with their palm branches saying Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest. And it was almost as if they were saying, save us, Lord, save us, oh God. And what they were looking at here though, were looking at a king. They were looking at somebody who would take over the Roman Empire because they were under Roman, uh, Roman restrictions, Roman guidance. Lines, Roman government, and they were taking advantage of them, and they were really wanting freedom from that Roman Empire. So here we see more coming to light, more than them saying, Save us from sin. They were looking for somebody to save them from bondage, to save them from captivity. And then you'll find also that the palm branch was a symbol of power and victory over their enemies. So they were already saying, Hosanna to this king, Hosanna to the one who's going to deliver us from the Roman Empire, who's going to deliver us from this government so we find here two prophetic praises that were beginning to take place they thought that their praise was for a king who was going to fight the government and leadership taking the throne of the Jews rather they had a king who was going to fight sin who was going to fight death who was going to fight hell who was going to fight the grave and who was going to fight devil himself somebody shout amen they were giving a prophetic praise without even realizing that they were saying Hosanna save us Lord in other words they didn't even realize what they were praising but God was going to save them from their sin God was going to save them from their iniquity and then they had the palm branch in their hand which signified power and victory over the enemy of hell hallelujah with their mouths they shout save us Lord and with their hands they declare the victory has been won and we know just less than a week later, Hosanna turned to crucify. Just less than a week later, it turned from Hosanna to crucify. And we look down on them and we put down on them as they begin to yell crucify to the king, crucify to the very one that they were praising, crucify to the very one they were lifting high. But even when the Hosanna turned to crucify, there was a battle being won. <laughs> Hallelujah. Even though they was crying crucify him and they were taking him and saying there's no use in him, the battle was still being won. As he went to be beaten and scorned, the battle was being won. As he carried the cross up Golgotha's hill the battle was still being won. As they stripped him of his clothes and put a crown of thorns on his head, the battle was still being won. As they put the nails in his hands and they put the nails in his feet, the battle was still being won. And when he said it is finished 
The battle was won. I said the battle was won. When he said it is finished, oh, they said the veil in the tabernacle from the top to the bottom was rendered. Now we could freely enter in to the Holy of Holies. And now here we are tonight, freely stepping into the presence of God. And God fills his people. And God fills his house. Somebody give him glory for that this morning or this night. Hallelujah. With their mouths, they shout, save us, Lord. With their hands, they declare the victory has been won. Anybody ever feel like that sometimes? You feel like in your prayer life, you're shouting, save me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Get me through this, Lord. God, I need your help. Go through battles through the week, and you're thinking, I don't know how in the world I'm going to make it. But then you come into the house of God. And you begin to praise. And even though your prayer says, save us, Lord, your praise says the victory's already been won. Oh, hallelujah. Even though your prayer says, God, I don't know how I'm going to make it. My praise tells me I'm going to make it some way, somehow. I feel the Holy Ghost. Oh, somehow I'm going to get through this. Even though my prayer says, God, I'm trying to hold on to you with everything that's within me. When I get to a place of praise and worshiping him, all of a sudden I can start singing that song. I've got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Why? Because there's power in praise. And when we praise him, our faith begins to arise. And even though our prayers may feel like sometimes they're hitting the ceiling and coming right back down, when we enter into worship, we go into the very presence of God. And in his presence is fullness of joy for your depression. Hallelujah. In his presence, hallelujah, is sorrow no more. His mourning no more. But it's dancing and joy and victory everlasting. Hallelujah. Somebody give him praise tonight if you know what I'm preaching about. Hallelujah. We pray, we seek God. And we say, help us, deliver us, see us through. But when I begin to praise, I can dance in the heat of the battle. When I begin to worship, I can shout like everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. I want to talk about not only the palms of the past, but let's talk about the palms of the present that we've been waving today. Hallelujah. Palms of the present that we've been waving and giving God glory all day long. See, my praise gives me faith for that which I have not yet seen come to pass. The Bible says faith is the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the evidence of things that we've not even considered. Faith is the evidence that everything's going to be all right. I think in this last day and time, what this world needs more than anything is a church that will have faith. And I'm talking about crazy faith. I believe the world's tired of hearing us talking about Jesus. I think they're ready to see Jesus. They've heard enough people get up and talk about him. They need to see somebody live for him. They need to see somebody that'll walk the walk and'll talk the talk. They need to see somebody that'll allow their faith to be the evidence of who he is. Amen. People want to question and say, oh, what is, what, what is your faith? What is it that you believe? Oh, how is it that this can happen? And how is it that can happen? Instead of us trying to answer and debate with them, why don't we let the word do what it was sent to do? The Bible says my word was sent to heal and deliver. When we have healing and deliverance, you won't have to prove anything. The word proves itself through faith that comes through praise and that comes through the word of Almighty God. I'm telling you, we need more faith today than we ever have before. Somebody shout amen. 
Hallelujah. We need a determinating faith. We need a persevering faith. We need a praise that causes our faith to be the very thing that pushes our praise forward, that pushes our prayer life, that pushes everything that we are and everything that we've become. Let it be centered behind faith in Almighty God because when it's all said and done, faith is all we've got left. Amen. When the last breath leaves this body, faith is all I've got. Faith is what's going to get me to see Jesus face to face. Somebody shout amen. Our praise gives us a glimpse of the other side of the mountain. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Go through some of the worst trials of your life and you start praising God through your pain. Praise God through your struggle. It's almost like you can see a glimpse of hope on the other side. You can see a glimpse of help just on the other side of this. Hallelujah. When we praise, we get the feeling everything's going to be all right. But just like Jesus, the very next week, it may not be so pretty. The very next day... You might know what I'm talking about, shouting on like we are around here. God might give you a word. God might strengthen you. And you didn't realize he was preparing you for the battle. Wake up tomorrow and things could go chaos. And you think, where in the world did this come from? How in the world did this happen? How am I here? And that pretty Hosanna that we had on Sunday turns to an ugly cry on Monday. Help us, Jesus. That, that pretty shout and dance and victory we had on Sunday turns into a heavy burden on Monday. Sort of like Jesus when he had to carry that cross. It felt good riding in on the cold and everybody was shouting Hosanna. But now he's having to be beaten. Now he's having to be scorned. Now he's having to go through the worst thing he's ever encountered and any humans ever had to encounter. Yeah, it may not get pretty next week just like it wasn't for Jesus. But I encourage you, just like the battle was being won with Jesus, the battle's being won. Even in the middle of your hurt, in the I just felt the Holy Ghost. I said the battle is still being won in the middle of your hurt and in the middle of your pain. Some of y'all are in the middle of an ugly circumstance right now. You're in the middle of heartbreak. You're in the middle of not knowing where you're gonna turn next and what you're gonna do. Oh, but the Holy Ghost came in here with his presence to let you know the battle's still being fought. You're you're not fighting this battle by yourself. The battle is not yours, but it belongs to the Lord. Hold on, child of God, because the Lord is working this thing out in your favor. He said in Romans chapter 8, all things work together for good to them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. God's working this thing out in your favor, and he's going to get the glory. Somebody give him praise in this place tonight. It may not look pretty right now, but the battle's still being won. It may seem like it's getting harder on you right now, but I've come to declare in this house that the battle is still being won. I may look like I'm about to lose my ever-loving mind, but the battle is still being won. I may be in the middle of the deepest, darkest depression of my life, but my Bible tells me the battle is still being won. All demons from hell may be surrounding you on every side and they've got your family in turmoil. But I've come to declare to you the battle is still being won. If Jesus had not been beaten, then we could not declare by his stripes we are healed. If Jesus had not been crucified, I could not declare today that I am saved. If the blood had not been shed, I could not declare that for the blood of Jesus, I have been delivered. I wouldn't be able to plead the blood of
of Jesus against the enemy. But because he went through that, I can testify today that no matter what may come my way, God's fighting this battle for me. And he is going to turn around. He is going to turn around. He is going to turn around. What What the enemy meant for evil. He's going to make a way in the middle of your brokenness. He will restore that which the enemy has stolen. Somebody raise your hands and worship him in this house. I promised you I'd never leave you nor forsake you. And I've not left you in this battle alone. But I am using that which the enemy has brought against you to work for your good. And on the other side is help. On the other side is hope. Keep pressing, my child, because I've not finished writing your story. I have not finished blessing you. I've not finished providing for you. Hold to me and watch me do that which you've asked of me, saith the Lord of hosts. Oh, somebody talk to him. Somebody talk to him. Hallelujah. 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 Whoo, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. I just felt his peace settle down in this house right there. Whoo, I just felt him lift some heavy burdens right there. I just felt somebody's worried. Those nerves just got calmed. Those nerves just got put at peace by the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. He's going to see you through this. It might be ugly right now. I found out sometimes when I pray to him, Brother Shane, he don't answer me like I want him to. Sometimes what I pray for comes with things I didn't pray for. Amen. Sometimes what we ask for comes with things that we did not ask for. Amen. I relate sometimes to children. We ask for children sometimes. We don't ask for noisy children. We don't ask for children that act up every once in a while. We don't ask for children, amen, that we got a discipline. And sometimes we got things in our life we pray and we ask for. And it comes with things we didn't pray and ask for. And we say, Lord, how did I get here? Jesus was sent to save us and he wanted to save us. He wanted to. But even Jesus prayed in the garden, Lord, let this cup pass from me. There's some things that we just got to go through. But I have found out God never wastes a battle. God will never waste a tear. God will never waste a broken heart. Oh, God, I feel him. He'll never waste a worry time in your life. He'll never waste a lonely moment in your life. But some way, somehow, he puts it in a deposit. Oh, and there's going to be a payday someday. Oh, and I'm telling you, not just in heaven, but here on this earth, God is going to reward the faithful. All things are working for you. Good. God's going to get the glory. He's going to make a way. Just watch him answer prayers her on the way. Oh, somebody give him praise in this place. Woo. We're still waving palms. Old Testament, New Testament, here we are 2,000 years later. We're still waving palms. We're still praising his name through the good times and even more so in the bad times. I say it plenty of times, I tell it everywhere I go. Just because I'm shouting don't mean everything's going the way I want it to. 
Just because I'm praising and got a smile on my face does not mean everything's going the way I want it to. But I found out the joy of the Lord is my strength and I found out praise is my weapon. When I'm shouting my hardest, I might be fighting at my worst. But don't you worry about me. I'm going to praise my way through till victory comes. I'm going to praise until chains are broken. I'm going to praise till yokes are destroyed. I'm going to praise until God makes a way. I'm going to praise until the door comes open. I'm going to praise until deliverance comes. I will praise until God comes through on my behalf. Somebody give me praise. Somebody worship him. Somebody glorify him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody needs to praise through your heartache. Praise through your struggle. Praise when it even don't make sense. Praise when you don't understand. Just praise him. Because I found out praise will even make, bring clarity to my confusion. Praise will calm my worried mind. Praise will lift that heavy burden. Praise will make my cross easier to bear. The Bible says his yoke is easy and his burden is light. I don't know about you, sometimes it feels heavy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sometimes I don't know if I can take much more. But any time I truly get in his presence, I realize, hey, that burden is not too hard to carry. I found out I was carrying some things I had no business carrying. I found out I was trying to handle things I wasn't called to handle. I found out I was fighting some things I didn't have one weapon to fight in. Hallelujah, because God wanted to take that burden. God wanted to deal with that sin. Some of y'all are fighting in battles you're not qualified for. The Bible says we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. Some of you need to take your hands out of the battle and lift your hands up in praise. Some of you need to get your mind out of the battle and lift your mind on praise, on the things of God. It's time for you to get your hands out of the situation and turn it over to the Lord and let Him guide you. Let Him lead you. Let Him direct you. Oh, hallelujah. Praise Him. Even when it doesn't make sense. Praise Him. Even when you don't understand. Praise Him. Even when it gets hard. Just make up your mind. I'm not going to lose my praise. I think I said it the other week. My praise cost me too much to be losing it. Amen. My worship cost me too much for me to be laying it down. And it helps me through too much for me to be trying to lay it down. Praise Him through the struggle. Praise Him when it gets ugly. Praise Him when it gets hard. And don't turn back. Jesus could have threw down that cross. And if He was like a lot of us, we'd have threw it down. We wouldn't even got through the first whip. We just said, forget it. Amen. And especially up that cross after he'd been beaten. After he had been beaten so much to the point that his organs were being shown. Being beaten to the very pulp of everything he was. And he still carried that cross up Golgotha's hill for you and me. He didn't lay it down. Oh, he kept carrying it. He kept going forward. Hallelujah. Oh, he went until his body absolutely couldn't go anymore. I'm telling you, we better pick up our cross and keep going, keep moving forward, keep pressing until we reach heaven, until we reach our destiny, until we reach our goal. Somebody shout amen. They cried, save us in the Old Testament. 
They shouted, save us in the New Testament. And here we are today. We're still crying out, save us, Lord. Save us, God. Save us from the pain. Save us from the torment. Save us from the struggle. And one day he will save us from the wrath to come. And our praise will turn from save us, Lord, to Lord, you have saved us. We find palms of the past, palms of the present, and then we have palms of the promise. Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. I want you to see this tonight. Pastor actually mentioned it some this morning. After this, I beheld and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes and with palms in their hands. Hallelujah. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, whose sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four living beings and fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, Who are these that are arrayed in white robes and from whence have they come? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they that came out of great tribulation. Hallelujah. And have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Look at your neighbor and say, That's us. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple and he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sunlight on them nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of water and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, there's going to come a day I'm going to wave a palm branch and I'm going to be living in the promised land. There's going to be one day I'm going to wave a palm branch and Brother Keith, I'm not going to have to worry about any trouble or pain that I'm praising through. I won't have to worry about any heartache. I won't have to worry about any sorrow. I just want to know what it's like to praise him without pain, Brother Chris. I want to know what it's like to praise him without sorrow. I want to know what it's like to praise him without the burdens and the cares of this world weighing on our shoulders. Is there anybody in this house that wants to praise him all forevermore with no more devil, no more fear, no more sin, no more temptation? I'm telling you, one day we're going to praise him on the streets of glory. One day we're going to praise him and every eye shall behold the glory of who he is. Somebody give him praise in this house. I want you to stand with me all over this place. I could preach longer. One day we're going to wave our palm branches on the other side. No more for the praise. No more praise for the hope of victory. But we'll be praising him in the victory. No more praising him for the light. I'll be praising him in the light. No more praising him for the promise. I'm going to be praising him in the promise. Hallelujah. No more praising him for the hope of salvation. I'll be praising him because I'm safe on the other side. Hallelujah. Praise without pain. Praise without problems. Praise without struggle. Praise without sin or temptation. Praise without Satan or his demons. I don't know about you, but I can't wait to experience that moment. I said, I can't wait to experience that moment. So church, don't stop praising him. 
going to stop praising him because your next praise might just be on the other side. Woo. I'm going to grab my palm branch real quick because it might be my last chance. My next palm branch might be on the other side. Hallelujah. My next praise might just be my next song I sing might just be on the other side. Keep on praying because the next prayer you might just see Jesus face to face. Keep on believing because that next time you believe you might be standing before the one who saved your soul. Standing before the one who sanctified you and filled you with the Holy Ghost. Standing before the one who has healed you and delivered you. Standing before the one that you preached about and sung about and taught about. Standing before the one we praise all these years and one day soon it's going to be worth it all come on will you just praise him if you got a palm branch get it in your hand if not just wave one of them palms them five fingers to the Lord and that will work too but I just want us to give praise a sincere praise why don't you raise some prophetic palms unto the Lord tonight oh hallelujah we're crying, save us, Lord. But at the same sense, I'm giving a prophetic praise that says, I will see victory. I will see hope. Trouble will not last always. Weeping will only do it for a night. Joy's coming in the morning. Victory. Victory's on the way. Oh, victory's on the way. Victory's on the way. That palm in your hand is a symbol of strength. It's a symbol of power. It's a symbol of victory over your enemy. And as you raise that branch, why don't you think about raising a banner that says, I'm not going to let down my faith. I'm not going to let down my standards. I'm not going to compromise to the things of this world. I'm going to be faithful unto God, and I'm going to see Him be faithful unto me. I will press forward. I will press forward. I will press forward forward.